All right. Uh, welcome to welcome, welcome. <laughs> hmm. Yes, yes. Welcome, welcome. That's all I have to say. <laughs> Gather round and welcome. Um, this this one is a podcast. Yeah, welcome to Social Distance Warriors, a podcast about the coronavirus and some things that are related to it, and sometimes Homestuck. Uh, my name is Tom, and I'm not an expert, and it's January the 21st in the year 2021. Yeah, 2021 is the one that it is. Yes. Uh, you can call me Rat, and um, I'm also not an expert in anything. Um, I'm not an expert in the coronavirus also. Mm. I, I think I had a weird starting energy because I have been, as as you know, I've been working on the moment. And when I do the moment, one of the last things I do is I record the little intros and outros to each episode. And I start every episode by saying, the moment has arrived. But <laughs> I virtually never say it right the first time. So every time I record, I say it three times in different intonations. Uh, so you're, you're ready to just like go for it. <laughs> yeah, so I'll start by going like, the moment has arrived. The moment has arrived. The moment has arrived. So I'm also a, a Patreon for the moment. And Ooh. as far as I know, you've never released these outtake uh, <laughs> bonus content. Is that is that on the horizon for um, your loyal Patreon followers? Well, I, I have promised to release start releasing bonus episodes once every two months if I ever really reach $40 a month on Patreon. Not $40 a month, $40 an episode. And right now I'm at $35 an episode. So um, someone out there has just got to step up and give me <laughs> five bucks per episode. There's only three episodes left in the season as of this recording, so that's just 15 bucks. <laughs> but um, I would I would potentially do an outtake episode. Like there was an episode I recently released with with Merlin Mann, and there was, there was something I cut out where we um, talked about the movie You've Got Mail. Okay. And fanfic about the movie You've Got Mail. Um, and that's for the Patreon listeners when it's time for Patreon listeners to – to receive bonus content. Right now it's locked in the vault that oh, yeah. you keep. Oh, the yeah. moment vault. The time safe. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, um, how you doing? I'm doing all right. Looking at my notes, remembering who I am and um, <laughs> anything anything that is interesting about me. I'm doing all right. Well, a lot a lot has happened in uh, the world yeah. in the past few days, by which I yeah. mean America. <laughs> and also, like, so a lot has happened and a lot has not happened equally yeah <laughs> like yesterday was the inauguration and like it happened and it was a basically like peaceful like we did it and so things that people were like afraid of that day specifically uh did not happen yeah on that day in that moment trump did leave the white house and there was not a like armed outbreak again uh, on that day yeah and i feel like there wasn't anywhere in the united states anything that made the national news that was politically motivated violence, which is a little bit of a pleasant surprise to me. Yeah. Uh, because I was expecting, you know, I knew there was a lot of security in and around Washington, D.C., but I also knew that there was fear in pretty much all major cities and even places that aren't major cities. And I know that, you know, in, in those cases, each of those cities, it's, it's, up to, it's up to them how much security uh, they want to put in place for that. So I was advised not to go into the office yesterday. Yesterday, as I said, as we record this, it's the 21st. The yesterday, the 20th was the inauguration. But um, I usually go into the office every other Wednesday. I was scheduled to go in yesterday, but there was a campus-wide email basically instructing us, you know, please don't come into mm. Boston tomorrow because we're just being overly cautious. 
so I went in today instead of yesterday. Yeah, that's interesting because um, I do live outside of like the DC suburbs, and so there are slightly like those kind of precautions. But like you said, there were like posed sort of threats for all over sort of different states. So that's interesting that even up north that was a precaution yeah yeah um how are you feeling about the uh the state of american politics <laughs> um i don't have a good i like in some ways some things have not changed but um there is like i think i think i'm feeling the emotion of relief i think <laughs> i think that is one thing i'm feeling um because pre-inauguration I had been very very like stressed just could not get to sleep a lot of nights Mm. so this is just emotions I don't know like the state of American politics how I'm feeling but um there is some relief because I think when there's good things it is okay to like celebrate good things even when there is more more to do uh so that's where I'm at oh I'll turn it back I'll turn it back (laughs) how are you feeling yeah, I'm feeling – I don't know how I'd say I'm feeling, like, good overall, but I'm feeling, like, less of a – like, there's less of a of a burden on me. Like, like the sort of oppressive force of Donald Trump, our, our previous president, being in the news and on Twitter, like, that, that has been lifted. And I also feel like I have to keep reminding myself that um, the core problem with Donald Trump was never how he made me feel specifically. Mm-hmm. That was a problem for me in my life. But the fact that I don't feel that anymore doesn't necessarily mean that her AL problems are solved. And, yeah, like you said, it's um, the emotions that you're feeling and, you know, the state of American politics. There, there may be some interaction and correlation there, but they're not um, – one of the same. Yeah. I kind of feel like I'm back to like now having seen a lot of the like weak paper thin frailty of a lot of like systems and institutions. I'm sort of like we're like being shown like the sort of like West Wing. This is how American politics, this is how government is done. It's these people and, you know, like very smart and you've got to think about and you got to be clever and that's just not how it happens. And remembering that even when there's like this notion of like, well, you know, this is how we do things and these are the institutions and this is why we uphold them. There's like, well, how much good are they doing and what do we want to keep for the sake of keeping an institution or like that kind of thing that I was sort of like, you know, in my, like, AP government classes, that's, like, America that I was sort of, like, portrayed and is not (laughs) and was never, like, how it actually is. Hmm. Yeah. Have you ever had a snowstorm that your local infrastructure was absolutely not prepared for and then the next snowstorm they were incredibly prepared? In (laughs) fact, possibly overprepared, like, overeager to cancel schools? Yeah, yeah. And then, like, that overpreparedness led to complacency, which led to, like, lax preparations, which led back to being underprepared. Yeah, yeah. And I'm thinking through that and I'm, like, I'm wondering whether like we're going to be overprepared for the next time a fascist demagogue becomes a major party nominee and i don't know i don't think we will be overprepared honestly but uh yeah I'm, so I'm, I'm 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 thinking about that but yeah and i don't i don't know how much like my fear <laughs> came up last time we recorded but i do worry about like the legislation that is gonna and, and the attitudes that are gonna come up towards like 
future just like people who are protesting things or mm. people who are perceived as violent and like what what kind of legislation is going to be used to like invade people's privacy and you know people who are considered enemies of democracy <laughs> and and how that's going to come uh i i don't want more cops and more money to to cops but that's like when you have an inauguration and there's like literal national national guard people like sleeping on the floor um we visited my sister in maryland that weekend and Mm. like driving driving home just like outside in a like vacant parking lot there were like even more national guard sort of people like in buses and just like hanging out in a parking lot, I guess, preparing to go to D.C. So it's like, that also makes me scared in a different way. Mm, yeah. And now that I have voiced that fear, <laughs> we fixed it. Uh, yeah. Um, do you want to talk about the coronavirus pandemic? <laughs> want to talk about that? <laughs> yeah. A nice, let's just like smooth, sort of shift, gently gliding into the coronavirus pandemic. Um, I, I heard you also by your Twitter, had some car car trouble. Is that is that also a topic that's up for discussion? Hmm. Yeah, I mean, maybe briefly, because it kind of folds into one of them was, you know, my trip to the office today was one of my own most interesting trips to the office, because usually when I go in, I will see the security guy at the door, and then I go to the campus mail room and pick up the mail. So I'll see the guy at the campus mail room, but those will be the only people I'll see on campus. I will occasionally see like one person or something. Uh, but today, I think I saw a total of eight of my colleagues, mm. in addition to the you know the the doorman and the male um, male person, which, who I guess are also my colleagues. So let's bring that to ten. Um, but yeah, I I went into the office and there were a number of people in the office. I guess because more people go in on Thursdays than on Wednesdays, and I was displaced to Thursday, mm. uh, which was interesting. And I don't know, it felt more like a normal day at the office, which is which was strange. I don't know. Mm. I don't know how I feel about that. Uh, I don't think I came into dangerous contact with anyone though. So. But um, but yeah. In any case, uh, during the middle of the day, I um, having finished my stuff in the office, I decided I'll just drive home now and work the rest of the day remotely, like I will often do when I go into the office. Mm-hmm. So after making a stop at my um, beloved pastrami restaurant <laughs> that I like to go to <laughs> when I'm in Boston, um, while I was on the highway, I all of a sudden noticed that my car was not accelerating properly. Like it, I would accelerate and it would kind of shudder, mm-hmm. like it would buck. I don't know how to best to describe what it was doing, but I was like, oh, I guess I can't accelerate. So I was going like 40 on the highway and people were honking at me and whatnot. And I was like, well, there's a Jiffy Lube right next to my apartment. So when I get back to my apartment, instead of going to my apartment, please don't use the fact that there's a Jiffy Lube right near my apartment to triangulate my location if you're listening to this. Uh, that would be that would be very um, – I don't know. It would be fruitless because it's not literally right next to my apartment. Anyhow. <laughs> you got them. <laughs> so you now know that uh, I work in Boston and I have to drive there and there's a Jiffy Lube somewhere near where I live. <laughs> but anyhow, uh, Jiffy Lube is not a mechanic, but I figured they know what cars they are. They know more car, yeah. Yeah, and you could just drive in there without an appointment or anything and they'll they'll just like look at your car. So um, they looked at my car and it turned out that the coolant, which is apparently the same thing as antifreeze, even though those, those things sound like opposite to me. I know nothing about cars. Yeah, you're in good good company. <laughs> my car just didn't have any. And I don't know why that is. Like, I don't know where does it go? Like, does it get used up? Does it Did it leak out or something? So what they did was they just filled it up with antifreeze, just filled the whole car up. Now, uh, the antifreeze receptacle thing. Um, and yeah, then... Oh, then the car wouldn't start, and then they disconnected the battery and reconnected the battery, and then it would start. So 
I don't know if the problem is fixed, but it was fixed enough. So what I'll probably have to do is take it to a, a real mechanic to have them figure it out. But the, the kind folks at Jiffy Lube did not charge me anything. Hey, nice. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> but they did ask me to uh, review them on Google, which is not something I normally do, but I will. Oh, now now listeners can really get you <laughs> get yeah. your opinions on Jiffy Lube. But yeah, as also a person who doesn't understand the inner workings and emotions of cars, that's good. I'm glad I'm glad you got out, and I guess you'll find out <laughs> if it keeps leaking that it was solved or not solved. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's an old car. It's I think it's a 2011 uh, Nissan. It's got almost 200,000 miles on it. So I probably have to get a new car at some point soon, which I don't want to think about. So I'm not going to think about it right now. Yeah. I did want to, at some point, as a maybe like soft segment about coronavirus, um, I thought we could uh, rank and review the different kinds of um, masks that we own. Hmm. <laughs> so that's that's my hard-hitting coronavirus news that I'm bringing to this recording. Well, I have a couple of um, pers- personal impacts. Yeah, you can <laughs> you can do that. Well, one of them is that my dad finally got vaccinated. Yes. Yeah, so he got vaccinated this morning. My mother still hasn't been vaccinated, but uh, so my dad has had shot one of two, I suppose. Um, so yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I'm glad that it's, it's dad for dad. My dad has also <laughs> gotten gotten that first shot. Nice. Um, the other thing is like none of I ha, I don't think I've really had anyone that I know very well have the virus at all during the pandemic. I know you mentioned having a relative mm-hmm. who had it, but a friend of mine tested positive a couple weeks ago, mm. or maybe like a week and a half ago. And this person is about my age, and yeah, they have a job that brings them into contact with the public a lot, and so they're pretty about how, I guess, other people's irresponsibility got them the coronavirus. They did not exhibit symptoms, and they have since been cleared to no longer quarantine after quarantining for for quite some time. I think it was 10 days that they had to. But yeah, that was a a thing that I was worried about because people die from this, as you might have heard. Yeah. So it wasn't like this is a person you come into a lot of contact with. It's like this is a friend, and now it's more to think about. It's it's not someone that, that lives in, in my area. I'm, I'm being purposely very vague <laughs> with information about this person because yeah. I don't think they have, you know, said any of this publicly. So I don't want anyone to like realize, oh, you're talking about uh, August. You're talking about August, aren't you? It's like, yeah, you got me. <laughs> Talk about August. August, August Wilson. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so those, those are my personal interactions with, with COVID. I, I would like to uh, get the vaccine myself at some point. I don't know when that will be. But. Yeah, I'm just so hoping that the logistics are going to become, it will become easier to get the vaccine and then we can not have to go through all of the tiers all the time. It's just like, if you can get a vaccine or if you want it, then you can get it. But I know that is wishful. Yeah, I was listening to a podcast called Triple Click. They are a um, video game podcast on the Maximum Fun Podcast Network. And one of the things they do every year is they come up with video game-related predictions for the coming year. And then at the end of the year, they evaluate their predictions. And whichever one of the three hosts has gotten the most predictions right is allowed to force the other hosts to play the game of their choosing. And one of the predictions that someone made, I forget who made the prediction, but it was that during the year 2021, PlayStation 5s will be more easily available than coronavirus <laughs> vaccines. That PS5s will be readily available. You can just walk into a store and get one, whereas people will still be clamoring about when they're going to get the, the vaccine. Because people are currently clamoring about when they're going to get their PS5. Um, <laughs> mm. 
yeah. dark, dark predi- predictions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, I hope that both of them are widely available soon. <laughs> Anyhow, um, what are your what are your mask thoughts? Um, well, I have managed to get many varieties of masks, despite like for the most part. I am at home, so the only time I wear masks are, like, when I'm out walking the dog or when I did my few, like, in-person job interviews. So most of my masks are not the medical ones. They're, like, the fabric ones. So I wonder, like, do you do you have, like, I have a variety of, like, some are, like, they have designs and some are just, like, it is a color. It's black. It's blue. It's, like... It is solid color. It tells you nothing about me or my interests. <laughs> and I've found that, like, unfortunately, uh, the, like, solid color ones are, like, more structurally, like, they stay on my nose and my glasses don't fog up. So I, I have to wear those more if I'm in, like, serious professional situations. Uh, but my, like, fun masks, I, like, can wear them, but I can't talk or they'll fall off. Uh, not fall off they move and that and that's one thing I, I value in a mask is that um it doesn't like be weird when i talk with it or you know yeah. slide around so i have been using almost exclusively those crappy disposable blue masks that you see everywhere mm-hmm. um that has been what i've been using most of the time just because i haven't really gotten mac together to come up with something better <laughs> um so at first what i was doing was i was just like i would go out to the local convenience store and buy a few of them individually and that would get me set for the next week. I'd like buy three of them and you know, I don't leave that often. So that was fine for the next week. But, um, more recently I've, I, I bought like a hundred count box from Amazon that I've been working through. Don't buy things from Amazon, but I did anyway. (laughs) Um, Yeah. yeah, but I also have, I have one reusable mask. Well, I actually have I have two. One of them, someone was nice enough to gift me a mask with the Doctor Who scarf pattern on it, but it doesn't fit my face. So I haven't been wearing that. But I do have a Steven Universe one that I got from Etsy. Nice. Which is, it's just red and it has the yellow star on it. Mm -hmm. And it's not an officially licensed Cartoon Network piece of merchandise. (laughs) But um, it's one of the more um, sort of structured ones where it has like a little pocket where you can put in a filter. So that is my like nice one that I own. And on one occasion when I, I, I was out and about, someone said, hey, I like your Steven Universe mask. So that was cool. <laughs> and then also I have just ordered but have not received three Homestuck masks. The uh, Homestuck merch provider, fourfansbyfans.com, has recently started selling some Homestuck and Hive Swap related masks, some of the patterns of which are not things that I would want to wear, but there are a few of them that I thought, hey, that looks pretty cool. Yeah, uh, this is something we have in common. I I, um, do own a Homestuck mask. It's one of the ones where, like, I very much like the design, but unfortunately, I don't know how I feel about it as a mask because it's it's slippery. <laughs> um, one of the different like mask sellers, they'll do two layers or three layers. And this is one of the like two layer ones. So it's a little thinner than some of the fabric masks I have. And it like doesn't hold its shape <laughs> as much as some of the other fabric masks that I have. So I like am toying with the idea of when the pandemic like immediately started, I got like these t-shirt made of t-shirts masks Hmm. uh from a t-shirt company that was like we're stopping everything and we're just making masks and they sent like 
these really crappy, like, you can tell they took, they, like, they took a t-shirt and they cut it into the shape of a mask. Um, so I'm toying with the idea of, like, maybe sewing that onto my Homestuck mask so that it will then, like, have another layer. And when I wear them together, uh, unsewed, it's, like, more stable. (laughs) So the, the, like, professional mask, I, um, have found that, like, I'm probably going to end up wearing, like, when I go for my mail carrier job, um, is, like, at Super H Mart, which is, like, a Asian grocery store um, in, in my area. They have, like, just a lot of high-quality masks, and they're not very expensive. They're, like, 3 or $4 each. And so there's, like, these fabric masks that are, um, I think made in Korea and they have what is like revolutionary to me as a person who wears glasses. They have like a metal or some kind of like firm nose piece up top. Yeah. 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 And it like truly, (laughs) uh, if I fiddle with my glasses the right way, then I can like have my glasses on, have the mask on, be out in the winter, and I do not fog up my glasses. Yeah, my Steven Universe one has that. Yeah, yeah, which is like, talk about innovation. I'm like, mm. yes, this is the best. You can never have a mask once once I knew that was out there. Yeah, um, when I when I ordered those Homestuck masks, I, I immediately, I placed the order and then immediately put it out of my mind. Um, so allow <laughs> me to be more specific about what, what I ordered. I ordered a the Beta Chibi Kids masks. <gasps> Which is little patterns, little faces of the four Homestuck beta kids, the main characters. And then I ordered a mask called The Troops, which is the three um, pigeons from Hive Swap. <laughs> and then I also, the third one, I actually did not buy three um, Homestuck masks. The third one I bought from four fans, by fans, was a mask from the game Portal, which is just the logo of Aperture Laboratories, the company <laughs> from that game. Yeah, my, my mask was also like a cartoony beta kids style nice yeah they have so many designs (laughs) on that site which i like i appreciate the selection but it is it is overwhelming yeah you have the um choice paralysis yes yes yeah shall we talk about action items we can yeah the action items i wrote down for last time were to one watch a movie that you feel like everyone else feels you should have seen I did not do that. <laughs> so I, yeah, I did not watch one of the movies from my list. I did watch a movie. Wow, you're like you've you've made the list, and now you can successfully uh, ignore it. Yeah, I mean, I'll get around to it once yeah, I'm yeah. once I'm less preoccupied with my podcast. Although classes will be starting, so maybe I'll be preoccupied <laughs> with those instead. Anyhow, we'll, we'll get around to it. I did watch a movie though. So that there, what was the other action item? Uh, okay, uh, okay, mystery mystery movie. We'll never know. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, <laughs> I shall never reveal it. <laughs> well, the other action item was to have a prophetic dream. Did you do this? Now, okay, so this is, I. it's funny, but it's sad. So I did not do this, but <laughs> um, unfortunately, my mom did do this, uh, and maybe she shouldn't have. I didn't tell her to have a prophetic dream, but unfortunately, she had a dream that she was let go from her company and that she went to swim at the rec center pool uh and one of those things came true and it was that uh her company is having a quote-unquote reduction in force Mm. and she's been there like a while and uh, like 15 years and many many people were laid off after she had that dream 
But, but not because she, of the dream. But, but was maybe. she? Was she let go? Yeah, yeah, she was let Ugh. go, which sucks. But I'm I'm hoping I didn't bring this um, whole thing as a prophecy upon our family. But so I had a, a dr- I had a dream. And I wrote it down. I don't know yet if it's prophetic. Okay, it's confusing because do you ever have a dream where it's like a thing is happening to you? It's it's confusing as to whether it's a thing that's happening to you or whether it's like a movie that you're watching. Yeah, in, in yeah. the dream. Yeah, so in this, I the way I chose to write it down was as though it happened to me, but it may also just have been a movie. I mean, it was both in the dream. I was on a mountaintop, and I was taking some kind of high school class in a ski lodge with hundreds of other people, and something bad happened. I don't know what it was. And everyone rushed to get out of the ski lodge, and they rushed to like this train slash minecart thingy. Uh, and you could only fit a few people in each little car, and people were just, like, fighting to get into the cars. The first few cars were able to get away with people. But all of a sudden, you know, there was, like, a town at the foot of the mountain where this train was going to. Like, a meteorite hit the town and wiped it out and also vaporized the train cars that had been able to get away. Okay. Um, and so the rest of us who hadn't been able to get into the car were trapped on the mountain for three years until a mega corporation came and rebuilt the town and rebuilt the train, and then they were able to rescue us, but they also forced us to live and work <laughs> in the corporation town. The the sort of extra wrinkle to this is that in my dream, I was this also like was a movie that I was watching, and the movie was Home Alone, <laughs> which is a movie I haven't seen. And so I remember thinking in the dream, oh, I didn't think Home Alone was anything <laughs> like this. And whoever I was watching it with told me Home Alone is actually like an anthology film. It's made up of multiple different films within the film and the one that yeah. everyone talks about is the yeah, one no, with the, no, nobody talks about yeah no one talks about this like mountain train <laughs> corporation stuck on a mountain yeah no yeah. people always talk about the um the thing about the kid in the house uh where the the bad guys come uh this is just like there's two little segments and this is the first one yeah so i don't know what aspects of that if any will come to pass but that was a dream that i had okay i do have one question and i'm willing to Okay. Do you remember, and generally since COVID, do people wear masks in your dreams? No, usually no. Mm. Yeah, I don't. I don't tend to. I think. I think there have been a couple occasions where where they have, um, and that's generally in a dream where it has something to do with COVID. But for the most part, most of my dreams are just like people hanging out as though. COVID never happened, dealing with whatever fucking yeah, situation yeah, yeah, yeah. I've dreamed instead of a pandemic. Yeah, they got they got other stuff in your dream cinematic universe. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's about, uh, it varies with, with my dreams. Uh, there there will be times when um, it's a world where <laughs> there is coronavirus and we have to wear masks. And often in those dreams, it's like the way I dream every so often, the like picture resets. So, like, I'll be wearing a mask, but then the picture resets, and I'm not wearing a mask, and then my dream self has to, like, come up with a, like, justification for, like, where my mask is. Like, oh, man, it was in the car. I better go get it. Or, oh, it just keeps falling off. And then, you know, the cycle repeats. (laughs) Mm. My dreams don't tend to have, like, a very strong visual element anyway. Mm. They do have, like, a visual element to them, but it's just not, like, the part that I remember. And they also don't tend to be narratively coherent. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> do we have action items that we want to do for the end of this episode? I don't think I do. I think um, 
No, I, you know, I, I don't have anything. Do you? I, I also do not have anything. That, that's, that can't be allowed to happen. <laughs> Take no action. <laughs> yeah. Complete and utter inaction. Stand very still. Yeah, no. Um, Just looking around my room helplessly. <laughs> that's exactly what I'm doing. Like, what I, see, I see a fork. I'm like, something with a fork? That's my action item. Something with a fork. <laughs> with this fork. Um, this is not... Um, yeah, yeah, this is on topic. I'll make it on topic. Speaking of masks, one thing I got um, this week, also at H Mart, were masks, but not the kind for COVID. The kind that are um, like face facial face masks um, that you just put on your face to feel nice. Hmm. So I guess my action item is um, put something on your face to feel nice. <laughs> Uh, I don't do that a lot, but my they come in flavors for some reason. My flavors of um oh they're called mask sheets are green tea essence, blueberry essence, and uh, royal jelly honey <laughs> essence. Okay, okay, okay. So um yeah, I I've heard like I I believe it, and it's happened to me. It's happened to me. It could happen to you, listeners. Um, that like. Even though we're supposed to be touching our face less and wearing the face masks, like, just having the fabric there can, like, make you have more, like, acne because of, like, you know, it's, like, Mm. just stuff. So, treat your skin nice. It's going through a lot. It's winter. It's True, true. Having extra, extra fabric for long periods of time. Your face doesn't know what to do. Do something nice for your face. Do something nice to your face. So, okay, two action items. One is do something nice to your face. (laughs) And the other one is something with a fork. Something with a fork. (laughs) All right. Okay. Well, um, with those action items firmly set in place, I think it's time to to wrap up. So um, until next time, I would ask you to please stay distant. And to also please go the distance.